let's get down to business. Thanks for coming out tonight. I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get. Oh, I make money moves. You can't see me. My time is now. What up, what up, what up, guys? Welcome back to the Fitness Times Business Podcast, the show created to provide you with the practical and strategic advice to help you level up in fitness, business, your career, your relationships, and your life. My name is Joseph Mansell. I am your host, and I'm joined in this episode by co-host Leah. Hello. Back for another guest appearance. How you doing? I nailed that intro, by you the way. Really? I was just thinking that in my head. I'm I didn't like, even practice it beforehand. She's I was just like, fuck it. I'm going straight in. So good. <laughs> We're diving straight in. Uh, interesting episode, uh, this podcast. We're titling this episode, Actions Speak Louder Than Words. It's a saying that uh, all of the listeners, all of the viewers would be more than familiar with. Uh, and, and not just the saying, but the actual um, um, practice of it. Uh a lot to unpack here. Yeah. And I i mean, there's been a few things that have happened over... Uh, actually, funny story. Let me... Oh, let you've me. always got a story. No, well, because... the pod with a story. Yeah, because I just want to... I, I like to give a little bit of like behind the scenes for the for the listeners and the viewers about how we come up with this shit. So this... We're actually going to do a different podcast today. We were, yeah. We had a different topic in mind. And I was kind of sitting on the topic a little bit and... Um, and the topic was going to be pro-choice, pro-consequence. Uh, and I was sitting on the topic a little bit and I was like, mm, you know, I've got a lot to say about it, but at the same time, I don't really know how I can, you know, rather than it just becoming like a um, event episode, <laughs> how I can provide some practical and strategic advice. So I was I was toying around with a, with a different topic and then you messaged last night you sent a message in the team chat and I was like, fuck it. That's, that's the sign that I need, that we need to switch topic. And the topic is actions speak louder than words. So listeners and viewers, that's how we ended up on this topic. <laughs> and that's what we're going to talk about in this podcast. So, I mean, you know, to begin with, it, it, very easy to talk. Very easy to talk. So easy. Very easy to, you know, say you're going to do this, say you're going to do that. You know, I'm going to lose 25 kilos. I'm going to get to 90 kilos at less than 10% body fat. I'm going to turn pro in the competitive side of things. I'm going to scale my business to X millions of dollars of turnover. I'm going to um, climb the corporate ladder. I'm going to earn X hundreds of thousands of dollars per year in my career. Uh, you know, relationships is another one as I'm well. Gonna I'm going to treat do, you better. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know, all this fucking talk about all of the shit that, that you're going to do, or, you know, all of this talk about all of these things that are going to happen, uh, is the words that we, that we so often hear spoken, uh, into existence with not a whole lot of action to, uh, to back it up. So, you know, let's start there. Let's start with this, uh, you know, speaking things to ex in, into existence. Let's begin there. Well, I think saying something and doing something are two completely different things. And we've all got experiences we can relate to where we've either we've done it ourselves, we've said something and then we've done something else or we've been, you know, we've experienced that from another person who said something and then they've gone and, and, and done something completely different or, you know, just not even backed up, not even fulfilled what they've said. Um, and I guess what happens from this is we're, we're, we're not judged so much on our words like ever. Mm. We're judged on our actions. Mm -hmm. That's 
that's how people uh, judge our character. So, you know, to say that actions speak louder than words, uh, well, like, yeah, they definitely, definitely do. Going into speaking things into existence, um, you and I have opposing views on this. We do. We do, yeah. So I'm very much like I, I like to like get my actions do the talking a lot. That's me now in my life. I probably used to do a lot more talking when I was younger, yeah. you know, but you got to talk the talk and you, you got to walk the walk. So, you know, I'm more of like a – personally I like the sort of like hustle and silence sort of thing and let, let your accolades and, and, you know, those sorts of things do the talking for you. Having said that, I am well aware of the positive impact it can have to speak – your goals into the universe. So, you know, positive affirmations and, and actually maybe not telling the world what you want to achieve, but actually, you know, telling some people close to you. Cause I think then, then it's out there, it's in the universe. And then you kind of have to take action f- from there. It's, it's, if you keep stuff inside too much, um, it, it's between you and you and, you know, you can kind of bail out of stuff a little bit easier. Yeah, look, it's interesting because, you know, you take this topic and and I guess the immediate uh, practical advice that uh, that a lot of people can kind of jump to is not to not to talk, you know, just let, you know, like you say, hustle in silence, let your actions do the talking uh, and just shut the fuck up. Uh, and I think that, you know, when, when a lot of you saw the title of this episode, that was probably what you thought we were going to say, yeah. <laughs> you know, don't talk, don't just, don't talk, just let, you know, hustle in silence, let your actions do the speaking and, uh, and shut the fuck up. But I don't, I, I don't agree with that at all, right? I'm a big fan of speaking things to existence. I'm a big fan of, you know, putting words out there saying, I am going to do this. I I am going to lose 25 kilos. I am going to scale my business into a $10 million a year business. I am going to earn X hundreds of thousands of dollars per year in a management position. I am going to do this. I am. You know, for me, that's, that's the positive affirmations. I'm a big fan of speaking things into existence. I think, you know, in, in my personal experience, more often than not, the people that kind of hang their hat on, you know, the the uh, the hustle in silence thing, or you know, let my actions do the talking, are often more crippled by the fear of what happens if I speak something into existence and I'm unable to back it up. That's what I see. Not all the time, but most of the time, you know, people that are like, you know, what I I don't like to talk. I just like to you know, I like my actions to do the talking, kind of use it as a bit of a cop-out. They kind of use it as a bit of a cop-out because I think that deep down inside, they're actually afraid of what are other people going to say if I say I'm going to do this and then something happens and I'm unable to back it up. I guess where I'm coming from is I'm like, well, think, just think twice before you, you, you say something like before you speak something into, you know, say something out loud. Like I think we'd all kind of know the type of people I'm talking about who are like, yeah, I've got, you know, big things coming or, you know, got, got some great news coming up or, yeah. um, you know, wait, wait to see what I'm up to, you know, in, in, in a week's time. And those sorts of people who are like constantly with this big things to come, you know, sort of, thing and then and then and then there aren't actually any big things that come from that (laughs) and then and then that's where I say you get judged on a character from that because you kind of lose um 
yeah, like people kind of lose trust in. in that's in actually that's actually a really good point, and um, you know, I think that that's actually the first piece of practical and strategic advice, right? Is this kind of fluff talk, you know? And you're exactly right, like big things coming, you know, just just this, it, it, like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> like, what do you mean big things coming? Like, what are you actually talking about? Don't be fucking bullshitting the universe like that, right? So it's the wishy washiness as well. It actually, is the wishy isn't it? Like it, it's it, the well, and you know what? That actually comes back to the cop out. Yeah. It comes back to using it as a cop out, just on the flip side, because you actually don't want to put anything specific out there yeah, because then people are going to be able to hold you accountable to it if it doesn't happen and say, "Well, you said you were going to do this, and that didn't happen, so you're full of shit." Right. Whereas if you just say big things coming. Yeah, just don't be specific. You know, just don't be specific. <laughs> I got it. I got it. But that's a very good point. I, did, I hadn't even considered that. I'm actually going to put that as, as step one in my practical and strategic advice, uh, which is coming up soon for you guys. But we still got a little bit we need to unpack here first. You know, I, I'm a big fan. You guys know I, I've mentioned this in, in a number of episodes that I, ha you know, I, I have my daily affirmations. I keep an affirmation journal and I speak those affirmations into existence every day. I do like little things like I talk to myself while I'm training. You know, when I get to the point of, of uh, failure, when my brain's like, you know what, that's enough. I'll literally say to myself, I did it this morning. I, did, I didn't even train with headphones this morning. I'm like, no, 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 let's go two more. You know, just little things like that where... I, I'm such a such a believer, and I think there is science to back this up. I'm, I'm you know, don't quote me on this, but I I have read this a couple of times from a couple of different people. Is that when you actually speak something into existence, as opposed to just thinking it and keeping it internal, it has ten times more power, or fifty times, or whatever the fucking number is. Let's just say it's more powerful when you actually speak it into existence, when you verbalize your thoughts, when you put that positivity that positive goal that positive intention into the universe it becomes much more powerful than just keeping it in your in, in inside in your in your own mind i think the other benefit aside from increasing the power of your intention through verbalizing is that when you actually put into words what you're trying to achieve with a certain amount of specificity to third parties to other people it can almost work as a little bit of accountability because you know, you know what, I told these people, right, that I was going to do this or I was going to achieve this or this was my particular intention. Now those people are gonna hold me accountable whether I like it or not. Whereas if you don't speak it into existence into other people or to other people, you know, it becomes one of those situations where it's like a promise you made to yourself, which is super easy to break. When you make a promise to someone else or when you verbalize an intention to someone else, there is that third party accountability that's always like in the back of your mind that can push you through difficulty when shit gets tough. Yep. Because you know, you know what, that person knows that I said this and, uh, and I really don't want to let them down. Why are actions so much more important than words? Why, why is, you know, this saying actions speak louder than words, I think that we all kind of just go, yeah, they do. But why? I think if you look at it from, I mean, one of the places I like to look at it from is a, like even a leadership perspective. So in, when you look at, at, at leading a team or, you know, trying to manage a team, if, if you're constantly just saying stuff and not 
you know, leading from the front and letting your actions do the talking, you don't have the kind of respect and trust from from your your group that you would have otherwise. Yeah. Um, that's a really important one for me. I think I think words, you can't really build much on words. You can't build trust. You can't build yeah, like I said, you can't you can't build um any of those things um unless you you know people don't value words for whatever reason don't value them as highly as they do um actions mm. i think it, it you know actions are so much more important than words because they do a couple of things and and the first one is definitely the trust with others right when you when you um make promises to other people you speak certain intentions into existence and then you're unable to back them up with actions those people who were tuned into what you said will now go, uh, you know what, he or she said that and there was nothing to kind of back it up. So next time they say something, I'm probably not going to believe it. You know, I'm probably not going to trust what they say. They're probably not that reliable. They're probably full of shit. That's the first thing is that, you know, actions are really, you can't build trust in other people through words alone. Yeah. You, have to, you have to have the words and then you have to have the actions to back up the words. Yeah. That really is, you know, from, from a, a psychology perspective, that's how you build trust with other people. I think the other thing it does is it actually builds trust in yourself as well. You know, like you, you, if you verbalize something and you say you're going to do something, achieve something, these are your intentions and you're not able to back it up with your own actions internally, what's that going to say about yourself? How are you going to think about yourself? Right. It's, it's the same process. It's just internally rather than externally. You're going to start going, well, you know what? I said I was going to do this. I actually wasn't able to back it up. Mm, maybe I'm not as confident as I thought I am, or maybe, maybe I'm capable. Maybe yeah. I don't have the skills that I thought I did. Maybe I'm not as reliable as I like to think I am. Maybe I'm not as capable as I like to think I am. So I think that the, the actually backing your words up with actions, you know, builds that that trust in other people, but also builds or or, or can erode trust in yourself. Words only, yeah, they only get you so far. I mean, I think about sitting in this room um, when we uh, interview people mm -hmm. um, and that is, it's all words, it's all verbal, yeah. you know, so they can they can get you past that very, that first stage mm. of, of, of an interview process. But from then on, it's actions, yeah. you know, you're on a probationary period and it's not, you know, you can't, there's nowhere to hide anymore. Mm. You know, you can, you can say all the right things, but if you're, if your actions aren't, aren't there to back it up um it all quickly comes falling down so yeah it's just that's that they, they might come before the actions but the actions are the most important part well even you can't you you extend that to to the way that we uh, run our goal setting and our execution in the massive joe's business right is we have it at the start of every year you know this is this is what we say we're going to do these are this is what we're verbalizing and you know we we go through the goals really on a weekly basis uh in our managers meeting on a monday morning and then the company update video that i shoot for the entire company right and then we go about okay what are the actions that we actually need to take to make sure that these intentions are fulfilled to make sure that we're on the right track to achieve these goals massive action right that's exactly like this is what needs to be done um i think the 
the other reason why actions are so much more important than words is that they actually build experience. You can't build experience without executing. You can't build experience just on fucking talk. You can't build experience saying, you know, I got big things coming and then not fucking do anything. The only way that you can build experience, successes, failures, learning lessons, uh, achievement is through taking action, is through executing. Uh, And it kind of, you know, it almost kind of goes without saying, but it it, it still is a very valid point. Like you, you, that's how you build experience. You build experience through action. You don't build experience through fucking talk. And then I think the final thing, you know, and this is something that this was actually the segue from the title of the episode we were going to shoot to this episode. (laughs) This is kind of how I got to action speak louder than words, to be honest, is that it shows what's truly important to you. It's very easy to talk right? It's very easy to, to say this is important to you, to say you're going to do this, to say you're going to do that, to say I'm going to make this particular commitment to my relationship, I'm going to make this particular commitment to my career, to my business, to my fitness, whatever the situation is. Yep. Words are easy. What really shows what you're committed to and what's truly important to you is are you able to take action towards particular intentions? Are you actually willing to put in the fucking work? Are you actually willing to make the sacrifice that you need to make? Are you actually willing to do the difficult shit, which you have to take action to do? You can't do the difficult shit by just talking about it. It doesn't fucking work. Like I said, words are, words are easy. Action actually takes effort. <laughs> You know, anyone, I could sit here and anyone could sit anywhere and, and say they're going to do anything. It's the actual, it's the effort um, that you ha- and the focus and everything you have to put into action. That, that is precisely why they speak louder than, than the words. Execution is everything. There's a big fuck off poster yeah. right in the main office here. Richard Branson's head on it mm-hmm. says execution is everything. It is, you know, talk is, talk is cheap. Talk is nothing. Words are nothing. You got to back that shit up with execution. You got to back that shit up with action. All right, practical strategic advice. What can we do? Because we've all been in the situation where we've talked a big talk and we haven't walked to back up the talk. We've all been there. I've been there. I've done a number of times. Definitely when I was younger, big talk, not a whole lot of action to back it up. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then fucking nothing happens. So for the listeners and the viewers who find themselves in the situation where, you know, they talk a big game. Fantastic. What's the practical and strategic advice we can offer to go, you know what? This is how you go from talking a big talk to making sure your actions back up your words. I think track back a second and even before you talk the talk, like I said earlier, like just think, think twice before you say something, you know, like I said, it's very easy to say words. That's often why people will just blurt them out. This is what I'm going to do. This is the promise. This is, you know, this is the goal, like without actually giving it uh, enough thought. So I just think like, stop for a second, pause, think twice about what you're going to speak out into the universe or what you're going to promise someone else or what you're going to promise yourself. Have a, have a proper think about it. Um, and, and, you know, do a little bit of assessment in your own mind to make sure that, you know, there's 
actions that you, you know, can your skill set, can whatever, can you back up those words with action? Um, so before you even speak the words, I think just, just do a bit of like do a quick check and just make sure that you can actually fulfill those words um, first. Yeah. And I think then I'm, I'm going to, you know, pinch what you mentioned earlier in, in the show is that, you know, make that talk specific as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, don't uh, like actually give it some thought mm. and go, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to say that big things are coming. I'm going to be very specific with exactly what's coming. Right. My goals. Well, you know what, that's kind of, that's almost step two, but step one and step two are very, you know, very closely related is be specific enough that it actually makes talking worthwhile. <laughs> just don't, you know, there's no point just being full of shit. There's no point saying big things are coming or, you know what, I'm going to fucking uh, change the game or, you know, all of these cliche bullshit fluff sayings. Let's get very specific. This is what I'm going to achieve, Right. And I'm speaking this to into existence because I know that it then gives my intention power and I'm going to tell people close to me or fuck it, I'm going to tell whoever will listen to me that this is the specific thing that I'm trying to achieve because I know then that that is going to hold me accountable to actually achieving that particular thing. So I think that's step number one. If you're going to speak into existence, which I think you guys should, which I'm a big fan of, make sure it's specific. I think then step two is to actually have a plan, right? I think that sometimes, you know, people will speak things to, into existence and, and, and they, you know, they have the words of what their intention is, but then they actually fail to develop a plan about how they're going to achieve that, you know, how they're going to put that, put some action behind that intention. And they just think that, you know, it's, it's, it's the, it's the, the double-edged sword of the power of, in, of speaking intention, the power of verbalizing intention is that you can't just verbalize it and think that yeah, sh oh, shit, now what do I you do? Know, it's the secret, <laughs> right? It's the law of attraction. Oh, oh, no. It doesn't just happen by itself. You have to go, you know what? This is the plan that I'm going to implement to make sure that what I do speak into existence, the intention that I do verbalize, I'm putting myself in a position where I can actually go and execute and put action behind the words and achieve what the fuck I'm trying to achieve. Yeah. Yeah. I think put pressure on yourself as well. I think, you know, with, with setting the smart goal and having the plan, I find that personally, um, if I financially commit to something, yeah. um, that's kind of when I can't back out of it as well. You know, just little, just things like that. So I find, yeah, okay, I'll speak, I'll speak my goal into, into existence. And yeah, I've got, you know, I've got a plan, like I've done, you know, a business plan or whatever. I've, I've kind of figured out exactly what I want this to, how I'd like this ideally to go. Um, take the first sort of step towards your action as well. Like whatever that, whatever that is that kind of scares you, um, you know, for a lot of people it's, yeah, putting some money into something or um, if it's, if you've got a fitness goal and you've not yet joined a gym, actually like, you know, go and actually give them your bank account details, join the gym. Um, just it's some sort of real like tangible commitment to something I find helps a lot. hundred percent. It's just another way of enforcing accountability, yeah. reinforcing accountability, I should say. I think the third step and, you know, we talk about this a lot, but it, it, it's such a crucial part because you can have the best plan in the world. You can set your SMART, your SMART goals. You can start working towards them. But if your habits and your routines aren't aligned, 
with what you said you're going to do, what you said you're going to achieve, it's going to be so abrasive that it's almost going to be impossible to back up your words with action. You have to make sure that your daily habits, your daily routines are aligned with what you said you're going to do. And then step four is you got to work. You got to put in the fucking work. You know, you can't just speak things into existence, have a plan, make sure your habits and routines are aligned, sit back and let the universe do its thing. You actually have to do the fucking work. <laughs> yeah. Just had to step that out. Yeah, yeah. The work. <laughs> just to emphasize a little bit. And then I think, you know, on the flip side, one thing, and, you know, this kind of it, it ties into that, that, that cop out of, the situation where I noticed that a lot of people who are, are too afraid to speak into existence what they're trying to achieve uh, is because they're afraid of what happens if they don't achieve it. I think, you know, the, the fifth step really is to lean into the fear around failing on something that you said you were going to do, right? Is when you, you, you go, all right, I, I'm going to build a business that does this much turnover or I am going to lose 25 kilos or I, you know, whatever that thing that you spoke into existence, don't be afraid to fail on your quest towards trying to get there. It's all part of, it's all experience, isn't it? Yeah. Really in the end, you know, it's all going to be character building. Yeah. yeah. But I think, you know, that, that, that often scares people. It scares people from even taking the first step. You know, they can, they can do these sorts of things. They can be very specific. They can have the plan. They can make sure the habits and routines line up. They can be a hundred percent ready on the starting line to do the work. And then they go, Oh fuck. I'm completely crippled by fear, mm. by fear of failure. I guess all you have to do is is look back and think about any of the failures that you've had in your life thus far and and actually see the lessons that they've they've kind of taught you, really. Yeah. You know, if you are if you do have this kind of fear of of failure and this is why you're not, you know, you, your actions and not speaking them into existence and kind of struggling with that I think you know we've all had failures in our life thus far I don't think anyone hasn't and I guess just to sort of build the confidence around in yourself to to still pursue I think you just have to go all right well yeah that that was considered a failure but you know if you you look at all the positive stuff you got out of it mm -hmm. um that sort of should sort of build you a bit of confidence to to pursue anyway to try yeah to take the try. first step to yeah. work work towards i think the other thing that people fear as well and, th and this is um you know this is also part of this fifth step is to lean into this fear as well is the fear of other people's opinions when you one. when you have spoken things into existence when you've said you know what i'm going to lose 25 kilos i'm going to build a 10 million dollar a year turnover business i'm going to do this i'm going to do that and then you start working towards it and you don't get there what are other people gonna say right and this is why we we earlier said that people kind of are wishy-washy about it yeah. and that this is exactly why because they are worried about they are fearing other people's opinions being held accountable know? so they sort of keep it wishy-washy because then there's no real way you know they don't really know what i was trying to achieve or mm. and, and then i kind of get out of it scot-free hey man you said big things were coming that's not really that big a thing 
Well, hold on a second. That's what I th- was saying when I said big things were coming. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it's all subjective at that point. Whereas if you're very specific, it becomes objective. You can be held accountable uh, against the objective thing that you spoke into existence. But, you know, the, the reason why you really shouldn't fear other people's opinions there's two, there's, there's two kind of reasons behind this. And, and this is, you know, I speak from personal experience here because I've said a lot of things uh, that, that I've kind of spoken into existence and worked towards and haven't ended up getting there. Uh, and I, I don't fear failure. Like I, I don't give a fuck. I look forward to it. I think it's part of um, growing and developing and getting better. So for me, it's just a complete non-issue. Fear of other people's opinions is something that I've struggled with for for quite some time. I don't really struggle with it anymore because I've had enough experience to understand that other people's opinions are completely out of your control, right? And people are going to think what the fuck they want to think anyway. Even if you do go and back up your words with actions, people's opinions are going to be other people's opinions. Ain't nothing you can do about it. So that's the the first thing is it's outside of your sphere of control. So you, you shouldn't fear things that are outside of your sphere of control because you have no fucking way of influencing them. The second thing, and this is something that, that I've noticed, is that effort generally is always rewarded by people whose opinions you deeply care about. Yeah. So if you say something and you work towards achieving that thing that you spoke into existence and you don't quite get there but people have seen that you were trying to get there that'll be rewarded they won't go ah ha, 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 you motherfucker you said you were going to do this and uh you know and i saw you and you didn't get there and you're full of shit it won't happen they'll go you said you were going to do this i saw you put in the work, you didn't quite get there, great fucking work anyway. I appreciate the fact that you backed up your words with actions as best you could and perhaps there was some shit that didn't go your way or some shit that you hadn't anticipated or some shit that you couldn't possibly have expected to happen, but you tried anyway. You had the courage to take the first step and the second step and the 10th step and every single step that you took towards that thing you said you were going to do, it didn't work out for you, but I respect you for it. That's what I've seen time and time again from the people whose opinions I really care about. Those motherfuckers on YouTube and Instagram. Yeah, don't worry about them. Yeah, I couldn't care about their opinion anyway. I mean, even in your your position and, and, and I guess mine as well, like... You know, as as a leader, like you, you reward that as well. So yeah, like yeah. first 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 hand example of yeah. Sometimes your employees will will say that they're going to do something, and they might not actually completely fulfil the action. But you can see the effort. You can see they tried. You know, it, it says a hell of a lot more than 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 the people that have come through the business um, that you know have been all talk and no action. So yeah, like it's. It's not the be all and end all that they don't actually get there. It's the effort in between that that really you know doesn't doesn't go unnoticed. That's for sure. Yeah. Do you have um, any specific examples that you can give personally with regards to how you've implemented these kind of practical and strategic steps? The things that you've said, you know what, this is what I'm this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm trying to achieve. Specific. You've implemented a plan. You've implemented some smart goals. You've made sure your daily habits and routines are aligned. You've started putting in the work. 
and you've either gotten there or you haven't gotten there or you're on your way to getting there. You got any examples? I hate it when you do this, when you put me Drop on the you spot. Drop you in the, yeah. It's the best way though. It, it really isn't. It really <laughs> isn't. Oh, look. Oh. I don't know. Um, I really don't. I've got nothing for you. You, you always do this to me. I'm sure once you start talking, I'll, I'll get an idea of, of something that. Well, I, yeah, I've got a couple, right? And this is going to come to to no surprise to the listeners and the viewers that have been, you know, not even long term listeners, because I, you know, I, I speak these into existence frequently, right? In my fitness, I've said that I will make it to the Olympia mm. as a men's physique competitor, as a men's physique pro. That's that's the goal. That's my next big goal in my competing career. That's what I'm trying to achieve. That's what I'm speaking into existence. And I'm happy for whoever the fuck hears that to hold me accountable to it. It's very specific. It's not big things are coming. It's not I'm going to do big things with competing. It's this is what I'm trying to do. This is my particular goal. I make sure that, well, firstly, I have that that's the 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 specific speaking into existence. The plan to get there is to do, I've had a number of plans that COVID has kind of fucked up, but the plan to get there is to qualify for the Olympia by either winning pro shows or doing enough pro shows to earn enough points to get to the Olympia. I make sure that my daily habits and routines are aligned with that. I train six days a week. I do my cardio every fucking day. My diet is on point every day. You guys see me in the office, I eat the same shit every fucking day, right? So everything is aligned towards that. I do the fucking work. I'm not afraid of failing and I don't care about what other people think. So that's a, that's an example of the implementation of this practical and strategic advice towards my personal fitness goal. The only one I can think of was a recent sort of, I guess, personal, um, a personal goal that, uh, my fiance and I, um, embarked on uh, almost a couple of years now and we you know the words that were spoken into the universe was that we were going to uh renovate and flip a unit and it was going to land us in you know uh, in an in a, a a forever home so much so um i remember you remember and that was just a you know it started as a as a literally words thrown out at a, in a conversation at a dining room table um that we were going to do a full reno on, on, on a, on a unit, on an investment property. And we were going to flip it at a time when, um, everyone knows real estate right now is, uh, what it is. And we were going to, you know, then embark on that journey of, 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 of a renovation. And then, um, you know, from that just continue on and, and sort of, you know, do our, our own little personal, uh, real estate portfolio. And that's kind of, that's probably one for me that was frightening really scary it's something i'd never done before um and yeah it was just one of those ones where you know failing would have really really sucked um uh yeah so that's probably that's probably one where yeah it was all well and good to say that we were going to do something and you do see a lot of people um you know people watch the block and stuff like that and like i could do that you know that wouldn't be that hard or whatever and i can tell you firsthand that it's horrendous <laughs> and I'm sure there's people listening right now that have done some of their own sort of renovating and you know uh it's yeah it's hard work so yeah so I, that's probably one for me that comes to mind recently but that's perfect that is that is that 
advice put in play. Very specific, speak it into existence. This is what we're going to do. This is the plan. This is how we're going to get there. These are the habits, the routines that need to align to make sure that plan is going to be put in place. We're going to do the fucking work. We're not going to care about failing. We're not going to fear failure. You said just then that it would have been a disaster had you failed. I don't <laughs> think it would have been. It would have just been another thing. Yeah. No fear of failure. Don't give a fuck about what other people are going to say. And look what's happened. Yeah. You've gone. You've done it. Yeah. You, you, you know, you've done it. And then you're well on your way to the next phase. Mm. You're well on the way to the next thing you've spoken into existence. Mm. Change gears real quick. Sure. Let's talk about relationships. Okay. Yeah. Because... This is one where a lot of people say a lot of shit that they're going to do and the actions don't back this up. And I've been guilty in past relationships of saying I was going to do a lot of things and I didn't back them up with actions. I've had partners who, same situation, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. All guilty of it, all of us. Yeah. All of us are yeah. guilty with it, right? It's it's part of the human condition, I think, you know, is, is, is saying you're going to do things. It can be friendships, it can be personal relationships, it can be family relationships. You know what? I'm going to be a better partner. I'm going to be a better son. I'm going to be a better daughter. I'm going to be a better brother. I'm going to be a better sister. And then nothing to back it up. Does this practical strategic advice that we're providing also stack in relationships it definitely does it, i think more so than you know not more so but it has a lot of weight like you, you have to one think twice before you make a promise to someone else you know someone else who obviously you care about other you otherwise you wouldn't be making you know saying the words that you are probably making them promises that you are um so first like you know, you kind of owe it to yourself and owe it to, to them to actually think about if the, these are, if you can back up these words with, with action and yeah, definitely be specific, you know, um, it, it's so like broad, but just saying to someone, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to love you more, you know, because they're feeling, it's like saying big things are coming. Well, you know what I mean? It's like, obviously because they've exactly come to you the and same. They, you know, they're not feeling loved or, you know, the, the relationship's not fulfilling or whatever. And, and, you know, the, the words are, you know, I'm going to love you more or y you need to be specific, yeah. you know, relationships are hard work and they are work. And just like everything else that you have to work towards, like we said, you know, step five of the practical information is work, work, work. You know, it, you have to be specific um, in, in what that work looks like, you know, that, so yeah, I think hundred percent. I I agree completely, uh, and you know, in my personal relationships, I had to go through trying a lot of different things that didn't work to understand that this is the five step process or six step or whatever. This is this is the process. However, you decide to break it down, that does apply to all areas of life making sure that your actions back up your words. You know, it's interesting because um, Amy, my fiancé, soon-to-be wife actually. No, yeah, a couple not, of weeks. Not many weeks Shit, now. That's, uh, soon. You know, it's something that like both of us have had um, obviously past relationships as a lot of people have where, you know, we learnt a lot of lessons from past relationships and then went into to this relationship eyes wide open and said, you know what, the things we've done in the past haven't worked this is how we think we need to do this. And so, you know, in our relationship, we, we do this 
very much so. You know, it's very specific. This is this is you know, it's it's crazily specific actually. Yeah. It, well, that's, and is, some people is, can be like, oh, this is just you know, it sounds too regimented. Like, no, like you know, if you're not specific, yeah. Um, yeah, like if <laughs> love is not always enough. <laughs> no, so, it's never you know, it's never enough. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm I'm 100% with you on that. Very specific. We have a, a very specific plan as well. You know what? This is what we say we're going to do for each other. This is what we say we're going to do for our relationship as a third party between the two of us. This is the plan that we are going to implement to make sure that we are backing up our words with actions. These are the daily habits and routines around our relationship that support that plan. We both know eyes wide open that it's a lot of fucking work. It doesn't, it's exactly the same as a fitness, something you speak into existence in fitness, business, career. You can't just speak it into existence and expect it to fucking happen. It's a lot of work. So we work, we work, we work, we work. We're not afraid of failing because nobody's perfect. You're going to make mistakes from time to time. And as much as we value each other's opinion, because that's the person we're making the, the um, we're verbalizing to, as much as we value each other's opinion, we know that we're not going to hold it against each other if we fall short, because it's all part of the process of backing up words with action. So yeah, I, think, I think relationships is an incredible example of how you can implement these steps to make sure that what you're speaking into existence, you're backing up with your actions. Yeah, definitely. And one, and one of the very important ones as well. I mean, like I said, they're all important, but, you know, uh, if you can benefit from your, your actions matching your words, it's, you know, relationships is a big one. It's so strange, isn't it, you know, around, um, and I just use personal relationship then, but like friendships as well, family relationships. It's so strange, like I find it so strange that, you know, a lot of people listening to this show, right, are interested in personal development, right? They, it's called the Fitness Times Business Podcast, right? So you're either trying to get fitter or you're trying to develop in your career or you're trying, trying to, to scale. Busier. Your, you're trying to get business <laughs> You're trying to do some business. Uh, you try and develop personally, right? And I think for the most part, you know, a lot of this practical and strategic advice, people can see how it applies to the fitness realm, the business realm, the career realm. But the reason why, you know, in the in the intro piece, we say practical and strategic advice to help you level up in fitness, business, career relationships, we throw relationships in there, is because so often it's so similar. And so often people just think that Relationships just fucking work they by themselves. They, ju they just happen. They just isn't happen. it so strange? It is a bit of a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think the same with, um, you know, relationships, of course, but I think the same with, like, just your personal, um, you know, your own mindset and, and mental development. Yeah. You know, um, not really fitness or business specific, yeah. but just, um, yeah, like your mental health doesn't just happen either, yeah. you know. So, yeah, I think I think – it's funny that you just sort of assume that they do, I guess. Yeah, it's weird. It's very strange. Yeah. They definitely don't. No. Let's just be explicit about that. <laughs> Final thing I want to um I want to touch on here is let's say you speak something into existence. Let's say that, you know, you 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 follow this 
these steps and it's specific. There's a plan, habits and routines line up. You put in the work. You're not afraid of failing. You're not afraid of other people's opinions or you take them with a, with a grain of salt. What about the situation where you actually change your mind? What about the situation as well, just because I'm thinking about it, what about the situation where someone close to you has spoken something into existence or and then just sat on their hands? Ooh. What do you do in this situation? Because I've seen this happen a lot. Yeah. You know, I think the example that I brought, brought to you uh, the other night was, was an, a pretty much perfect example where it was like you're saying one thing and I, I know that this is not – what you're doing so you know what do you do in that situation yeah let's let's take that first clear is kind yeah unclear is unkind this is something that from my personal development i'm trying to get a lot better at with people who i care about and that can be you know um my close friends um family i'm quite candorous with anyway (laughs) 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 kind of always have been but you know close friends um employees yeah the employees yeah is is a big one as well you know people who i I genuinely deep down inside care about and i want to see them succeed i want to see them develop i want to see them grow i want to see them fucking win those people it's something that i I'm very conscious of and I'm really trying to get better at is just having more candor with regards to those sorts of situations where it's like, you know what, you said you were going to do this and you haven't done it and I've seen you sitting on your hands and I need to call you out on this and it's coming from a good place. It's not coming from me being a prick or, you know, me trying to, um, you know, push you down or, you know, me just being a quote unquote boss. It's coming from a good place because I actually care about you and I want to see you win. And I know how this is going to play out if you keep sitting on your hands. So I think that's how you deal with it. And it, it, it it's very difficult to do uh, because generally speaking, people don't like to hear criticism. People particularly don't like to hear criticism when they know they've been sitting on their hands or when they know they're out of line or, you know, when they know they've spoken something into existence and they haven't followed through because it offends their ego immediately. But it's absolutely necessary. What's your take on it? No, I'm I'm with you 100%. I think, and like you said, from a position of leadership, it's a bit easier um, you know, we did a whole podcast on criticism and, and, and that sort of thing. But I think from a from a position of, of, of leadership, it's a little bit easy to just kind of be like, come on, like, you know, and, and it does. It always comes from a good place. Yeah. You know, I think it's almost uh, a little bit more difficult from obviously a place of friendship. Um, it, you know, it's easier to do, I think, with your, with your people that are closest to, with your partners and, and, and family because you, you've got that. You've got, you got that connection. You're close and you kind of don't really, you know, you don't have to hold back. Well, you, you understand that it's coming from a good place. Yeah, yeah. You know, like if it's if it's your your partner, your spouse, you know, brother, sister, yeah. parents, 
you know, generally speaking, you know it's coming from a good place. So you kind of, you don't really need to hold back or you don't need to second guess or it's probably less difficult than it is, you know, speaking to a close friend yeah, exactly. or speaking to an employee. Yeah, cool. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you there. So what was the last thing that you said before I cut you off? Well, I just want to, just before we go there, I want to circle back to this because I read something probably about a month ago. It was... um uh, a book, uh, a Brene Brown book. Um, Brene Brown, one of my favorite authors. She uh, is the world's uh, premier expert on shame. Oh. She studies shame. Okay. She's a psychologist uh, and yeah, and, and an expert on, um, on, on shame. And she speaks, that's where I actually got that quote uh, clear as kind, unclear as unkind uh, was a Brene Brown quote, but she speaks about how long the emotional response to discomfort lasts. So the emotional response to when you're having that candorous conversation with somebody and it's coming from a good place, but you know that then they're, they're not going to like what they're hearing, but you know, you have to have that conversation anyway. Uh, the emotional response to that discomfort lasts no more than eight seconds. That's it. Eight seconds. And I've used that since I read that. It was probably a couple of months ago because I've used it a bunch of times since. Is when I've had to have one of those, you know, or when I've had the privilege of having one of those conversations with somebody who I care about. I've actually thought about that. I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, I really... It's making me really uncomfortable thinking about this. You know, do I do it? Do I not do it? And I just fall back on that and I go, you know what? It's going to last eight seconds. I can, you know, if it's a phone call, you can literally go quiet on the phone for eight seconds. It's not that long at all. If it's face to face, we can just sit there in silence for eight seconds <laughs> and just let it pass. You know, it's not that long a period of time. And that's what, you know, that's the science backs that up is that emotional response to, to the discomfort, to being uncomfortable in that sort of situation, no longer than eight seconds. There you go. It's interesting. Yeah. Shame around changing your mind. Speaking of Brene Brown. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you go. What, what? What do you elaborate on? What you mean? What I mean is that there is no shame around changing your mind, or there shouldn't be shame around changing your mind. So you say. You know, let's take me for example, right? Let's take my, my fitness um, goal as a pro athlete. I've said I'm going to make it to the Olympia. Mm -hmm. Let's say my uh, personal situations change, my priorities change, and you know what? I've spoken that into existence. I've put those words out there for a bunch of years now. It's in the public domain. A lot of people have heard that from me. A lot of people are going to hold me accountable to that. But my situation has changed. And you know what? I've changed my mind. I'm not saying I have. But let's say, <laughs> let's say, just, for, just so you guys know, let's be very... This is an example. This is yeah. hypothetical. But, yeah, let's, yeah. but let's just say, you know, that sort of situation where you change your mind. You know, situations have changed. And you go, I, yeah, I said I was going to do that. And yeah, I was specific. And yeah, I did work towards it. I had a plan. My habits, my routines lined up. Fear of failure wasn't there. Fear of other people's opinions. That, in, that entire process that we've laid out, right? You're working towards it. And then you go, you know what? Change my mind. I think you're, you're allowed to change your mind. Definitely allowed to change your mind. Yeah. Um, I think there's a, 
and, and I believe that when you change your mind, you are going to pivot and have a new goal in mind. So I think that's the important part with the with that. I think not continuing to pursue something and changing your mind because you just can't be bothered anymore or I don't know, but then just doing nothing. Yeah. That's where the problem lies. There's So just pulling a pin I think and, just and pu- saying, you know what, I give up. Yeah, giving up and changing your mind to different things. Yeah. I think. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I think um you know, a lot of the time it's it's very easy to kind of fall into this shame spiral around changing your mind, uh, you know, especially if you are one of these people who fears other people's opinions uh, and you, you get yourself in that situation where you're like, circumstances have changed, that's what I said I was going to do, um, but I'm actually going to, and you're right, pivot and, and go down this path instead um, because certain situations have changed. I'm not giving up, I'm just changing direction prime example of it you know we've seen it doing the ifbb show and not only our show um the other other federations you see people pull the pin on preps all the time all the time um, we all know there's some big talkers out there that i'm going to do this show i'm going to do this show and you know they get a few weeks into the prep and then pull the pin um and yeah, that that wouldn't be so bad if, or not not that it's bad that they're entitled to change their mind, but it wouldn't, you know, kind of like we said, if your actions aren't backing up your words, and and it it kind of then looks like you're just un unreliable and you, you're just a bit full of shit. Um, wouldn't be so bad if they pivoted and then there was another like direction that they headed in. Like I'm I'm not going to do this show because uh, I've just started a new job and I'm focusing on my career or you know whatever reason. If there was some other goal in mind, I think you know it wouldn't have so much of like a negative um, annotation that it usually does when you see that happen. Yeah. Well, I did it. Yeah. 2019. Exa- but exactly. You but know. you needed to focus on yourself and your personal life. And, you know, I think you had a very valid reason to do that. And you uh, let the viewers know about that as well, I well, believe. Uh, yeah. And, and, and that's kind of where I want to get to, right, is, is there's no shame around changing your mind. But you have to own it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's that's and that ties into what you're saying, right? Is is kind of go. You know what? This is what I said I was going to do. This is no longer what I'm going to do. This is why, and I'm happy to put my hand up and say, I'm accountable for this, mm. right? I'm I'm owning this situation, and that's exactly what I did in you know in 2019. Is uh, once again I spoke into existence. This is what I'm going to do. It was. Let me see if I can remember this. San Jose Pro, Chicago Pro, Vancouver Pro, place well enough, get enough points to go to the Olympia, make it to the Olympia 2019. That was what I spoke into existence. Started the prep, had my marriage breakdown, needed to deal with everything around that, needed to deal with my mental health in that situation as well. I shot a video, I explained the situation. Listen, this is why I'm pulling out a prep for the first time ever in all of my competing. I'm owning this situation. This is a higher priority for me right now. I need to deal with this. This needs all of my energy, all of my focused attention, all of my consciousness. And I'm putting my hand up and I'm owning that shit. Yep. No shame in that at all. No shame. And let me tell you, I still get people talk to me about that video from it's more than, well, it's almost three years old now, you know? And that, that video actually, 
it's funny when I when I shot it. I you know how many competitors I had coming up to me that were like, you know what, you've just empowered me to own my shit as well. You've empowered me to put my hand up and go, you know what, I said I was going to do this, this, this. Unfortunately, my circumstances have changed. This is more important to me. There's no shame around owning that. There's no shame around pivoting, changing my mind and having the accountability around the situation that has unfolded. And you've empowered me to go and own that situation. Yeah. Only you're ever going to know as well. You know, that, that's the other thing. Only you're ever going to know if, if, you know, this, this change of mind that you, you know, are having, whether it be towards a fitness goal or relationship goal, business goal, you're only, you're ever going to know if it's, you know, if it, you just, it's a cop out because it's just getting a bit too hard, you know, or because you actually have some circumstances change and, and you really do need to, you know, change your, change your focus. Well, listen, if it's a cop out because shit's getting too hard, that's, that's exactly how we started this episode. You're just full of shit and you just need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Well, no, but that's the yeah, truth, no, right? The truth. Just call it for what it is. Yep. But if it's a legit change in circumstances and you've changed your mind and you're happy to put your hand up and you're happy to own that shit, you know, we talk about why actions speak louder than words and we talk about building trust in third parties and other people. We talk about building trust in yourself. Let me tell you, one of the best ways you can build trust is to own your shit. You know, to, to lean into that vulnerability, to go, you know what? I said I was going to do this. This is what's happened behind the scenes. I'm owning what's ha happened behind the scenes and I'm changing my mind. No shame. And it actually can build trust. Yeah. <clears throat> I need some more water. Here, have mine. Uh, I've, been, I've been talking too, too damn loud. <laughs> I don't have much in there, but you can have it. No, I got this. I got this. See, this is why I need you in these podcasts so I can just Sorry, grab a little yeah. segue. Well, I and grab thought, it. is he clearing his throat or? No, you're good. You're good. Grab a little splash. There you're we good. go. You're all good. Uh, it's one of the best ways to build trust in other people. And it's one of the best ways to build trust in yourself as well. It's extreme ownership down to a point. Some Jocko Willink shit. Yeah. Down to a T. Own your shit. Own everything. Just had to throw that in yeah, there. Just Tear it. Hashtag, hashtag earn everything. <laughs> There's the placement right at the end. Lee, you got anything else? Uh, look, just the, the only other note I've actually got on my bit of paper is a little bit of trivia for you, and it is that the <laughs> actions speak louder than words yeah. uh, proverb uh, came from the first English Civil War, which began in 1642. There you go. Who, who is there somebody who is like attributed to it the actually, quote or just it's just a proverb? It was just a proverb. It's just yeah, kind of yeah. come from somewhere. Just, just came. That's when it that's when it can origi originate back to. So, you know, been around for a while. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Look, I think um, you know, just just to close from uh, you know, if I can leave the the listeners and the viewers with with uh, one last piece of advice around uh, your actions speaking louder than your words, it would be to not be afraid to speak into existence your intention, right? Uh, around any area of your life, you know, anything that's important to you, I'm. Uh, I think that it's worthy of putting the power of verbalization behind it. But understand that the consequence of doing that is that if you don't back it up with actions, if you don't back it up with 
a plan, if you don't back it up with putting in the work and you have no excuse for not backing it up with these things, you're going to find yourself in a very tricky situation with other people and you're going to find yourself in a very tricky situation with yourself, uh, which is a situation that you want to kind of avoid. So understand that verbalizing is very powerful and if you are going to do it, you better fucking back it up. Yeah. Yep, 100%. Definitely understand the magnitude behind it. Yeah. For sure. Leah, thank you very much. Thanks, Joseph. Always a pleasure chatting to you, having a nice hour long or so. How long we go for? I don't know. I wasn't timing. Yeah. See, it feels like about it feels like about an hour. No, it doesn't. The the ninjas ain't got no time (laughs) codes. Guys, uh, as always, if you have enjoyed listening to this episode, we ask one thing in return, and that is that you share the show. Take a, uh, a screenshot on your podcasting platform of choice, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. I see a lot of iTunes mm. come through. I listen on iTunes. Yeah. Whatever your favorite podcasting platform, take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram story, tag Leah at Leah Mansell, tag myself at Joseph Mansell. We love seeing those tags and we like to reshare many, as many of them as we possibly can uh, to kind of spread the love and, and, and spread the awareness of you guys sharing the show. Uh, and then just person to person as well. You know, uh, when you're talking about the latest Netflix show that you've seen or um, the latest podcast you've listened to that you got some practical and strategic advice, some value, some entertainment, some laughs out of, uh, feel free to drop us in there, the Fitness Times Business Podcast. That's all we ask in return. We're just trying to reach as many people as possible with, uh, with this practical and strategic advice to help them level up in fitness, business, career, relationships, and life. Very good. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautifully said. Thank you, Leah. Thanks, Joseph. Guys, you could have been anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Fitness Times Business Podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you enjoyed this episode and took some value from it, make sure you share it with your friends, your family, and your followers. And if you haven't yet, be sure to leave us a five-star rating.